What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the very first episode of Beyond the Turnbuckle. I am your host, Sage. And I am Jade. And we have so much to talk about on Night of Champions. Yes. My, it was exciting. I know. It was quite a turn turn of events, I will say. It was. So let's get right into it. Right into it. Let's do it. The first opener match, as we know, was Seth Rollins. He went up against the phenomenal AJ Styles. Yes, AJ Styles. It was a long time coming. Um, You know, I I was actually very, very uh, satisfied with the match. And um, I have to say, though I like both of these wrestlers, it was actually... Um, well-deserved for Seth freaking Rollins. What do you think? I agree. I agree. Seth, um, from what I could recall, was a great champion when he held the Universal titles. Yes. Um, He was one that defended, you know, and was there looking for challenges and did a very good job at doing so. Um, Not only that, I feel like his skills speak for themselves he's on there weekly he's showing what he's made of and mm-hmm. honestly it was a good win for him yeah and i get you know i get a lot of authenticity from him as well and you know now that they have this new title incorporated into uh the wwe i just think that um he would be like a great great champion and i'm, I'm excited to see no know, shade thrown at roman no no shade at all i mean <laughs> Roman is his own thing. We'll we'll get Roman into him. Roman. He has a lot of things going on with him. But you know, I just think it's a it's a good look for Seth Rollins. Um he's worked hard for it. And um I think he's a good face for, you know, the new world heavyweight champion. So can't take that from him. Shout out to him and um congratulations. And we're looking forward to seeing how, you know, this is gonna pan out and play out in yeah. the WWE world, right? I agree. I agree. And as we saw in his interview, mm-hmm. um, you know, he he's looking to be a champion to defend um i will say that while he i won't say he threw shots at roman i will say he spoke the truth and this is coming from a roman fan he said a lot of things that made sense and um while roman is an amazing champion yes he does have self selfish ways you know Mm -hmm. as any human being does and so um seth is seeing what he does not want to be. He does not want to be a Roman Reigns, and he's made that very clear. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think he was very honest. Like I said, I get a lot of authenticity from him, and um, he, he made some some good commentary that I agree with, and I think he was being right on, spot on, honest with everything. Um, as you can see, you know, Roman Reigns has achieved some things that, um, you know, are going to put him into the Hall of Fame, obviously, but... um. Also, on the other end, he's also created some things that's going to create some downfalls as we get into later on in this episode, right? As we will. As we will. Very very (laughs) interesting. I'm telling you, man. Um, Okay. But this rivalry going on now with uh, some of the ladies, Becky and Trish Stratus. Becky and Trish Stratus. I would never imagine that the two would collide. I think Becky has been one of the females who has been able to work with the greats, with the legends those that paved the way in the women's division. Um, so as you remember, she was partners with Lita. Yes, that's right. Um, and that. now to be in the ring with Trish, they put on a hell of a show. Yeah. Um, Trish represented for her generation for sure. And Becky definitely did too. Mm-hmm. Um, with the upset, of course, I'm sure it wasn't the outcome that Becky was hoping for. I know it wasn't the outcome that I hoped for, but um, I will say you know, Trish definitely did her thing. I commend her for it. Um, 
The Cheap Shot by Zoe Starks. Crazy. This, this, uh, yeah, new young lady, Zoe Starks, making them, you know, name for herself coming into WWE from NXT. Yes. And she's, um, you know, I guess she's just taking it headstrong right now, just coming in and. And that's going to be a good rivalry, I, I will say, because um, Zoe has shown very strong characteristics, and we know Becky is a brawler. And so the two at some point will collide. Um, and Becky took to, to uh, Instagram earlier today. And she let it be known that her and Trish have unfinished business, as well as um, she said Zoe basically just screwed herself over pretty much. You know, I still got to go back to how this whole rivalry started, right, with uh, Trish Stratus. We never expected. First of all, it was amazing to see her come back. Right. You know, she's in phenomenal shape. She is. And we did not expect that she would take this turn of events with... um, Becky, you know, we thought this would be like a friendly um, type of uh, relationship, but obviously right. it turned to something totally different. Well, so Trish had ulterior motives for whatever did. reason. I guess, you know, Becky has been one of the dominant females in mm-hmm. the WWE, and so she targeted her. She knew that this would be a good win for her, a huge win for her. Mm-hmm. Um, it's big time Bex. It's the man, you know, like it's the man. she, she was women's <laughs> champion. She was Becky two belts. She was, you know, she was, she was the female Roman Yep. and she held it down. So a lot of respect to all the women in that division, a lot of respect to Becky Lynch and a lot of respect to the legend Trish Stratus. Yes, yes, yes. And some, uh, um, respect going out to Mustafa Ali for, you know, I think he did a great job. This is another new wrestler guy coming up. I think he has some great potential. And well, I wouldn't say really new. He's been in the industry for quite a while. Um, I just feel that the WWE never really knew how to utilize him properly. Um, he has a lot of potential. He has, um, if I'm not mistaken, he has won um, the U.S. title before. Um I'm not 100% sure on that, but I'm pretty sure he did. And um, he's demonstrated that he has very much, like, a lot of athletic skills in him. He's he's a good he's a good wrestler. But, um, unfortunately, it didn't lead him to the win against Gunther. And um, I will say, Gunther has been, like, destroying the Intercontinental Division. He's been just running through them. It's like, at this point, who's going to take the title from him? Who? Well, he's on the streak right now. He's moving. He's on the streak, and um, I think that um, it's going to be interesting to see who's going to dethrone Gunther. Um, he he definitely doesn't look like uh, he he's looking to take any losses anytime soon. I don't think so either. At all. So, congrats to him on retaining his title. Well, let's talk Oscar. Let's talk Oscar uh, and Bianca, Bianca. Belair. <laughs> what an upset! I did not see this one coming at all. Me either. I had so much faith in my girl, Bianca. You know, I loved her from day one. And she's been the longest reigning female of the modern era right now. And I, you know, hat off to Asuka, who hit, who is one of the best women in the division as well. Um, but I, it was an upset. I didn't see it coming. I really thought Bianca was going to retain the title. Um and Bianca even seemed to know when Oscar was going to spit that miss. She dodged it the first time, but Oscar's very clever. Some tricks up the sleeve. And that cleverness, yeah, got her the win. It I, got her the I, win. I was shocked. I was shocked at this one. But you know what? It was a 
interesting and very exciting twist. Um, I think Asuka's definitely championship material, and she has proven that over time and time again. So, um, I don't know. What's next for Bianca Belair? What do you think? I think she's definitely coming for that rematch. Yes. That is hers. Oh. But at the same time, um, you know, my hope has been down the line that her and Rhea Ripley face off. Yeah. Yeah. That, I, I, you know, that's good. That would be exciting. Yeah. Um, so that's something for creative to think about, you know, maybe that's a suggestion, you know, fans out there, let us know what you think. Uh, we'll give you our email below and let you know. Let us know what you think about that. But yeah, definitely, so that Rhea Ripley. episode, we can address it. Yes, we can definitely do that. Um, but Asuka, congratulations on that championship. Uh, let's see what's coming up next. Um, and she did say gold is essential to her fashion. It's <laughs> an essential did. piece of her fashion. She and did. you know what? I can relate. <laughs> she did. Way to go, Asuka. Way to go. And Bianca, we still love you as well. Always. All right? You know, you're still top of the charts. Always love for the EST. Oh, man. Speaking of Rhea Ripley... <laughs> oh, gosh. This, this Natalia fight, I mean, on her birthday, I mean, what this, a way to... First of all, I think this was a huge upset for Natalia. For one, she comes from a family of greats. Bret Hart being her uncle. Mm -hmm. Jim the Anvil Neidhart, her dad. You know, um, for her to lose in, like, what? like In that fashion? Maybe... Ooh like two minutes wow it was almost like it was just a placeholder on the card and i feel like that was a little bit of disrespect to natalia who's a great you know and especially wrestling on a live event like night of champions you you got embarrassed Let's talk about birthday disappointments seriously I mean and Rhea made sure to give her that happy birthday at the end didn't she she did she did but you know what uh Rhea ripley we have to give her the credit when it's due she's also one of those athletes right now that is on a streak. She knew what she wanted. She dethroned Charlotte, which is a phenomenal oh, that champion. Hurt my heart. I mean, that was Charlotte. a that was a that was a phenomenal fight. You know, just going they back both there. Are they both amazing at what they do. Amazing at what they do. So, uh, Rhea Ripley just just wait till the queen comes back. She just uh, you know put down her judgment as judgment they usually does, right? They don't care. They just do what they do. And the rebels, the rebels. They're yeah. the modern day uh, D generation X, pretty much. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good actual uh, comparison. comparison. Yeah, um, that's that was. But but you know, she will never be the ninth wonder of the world. She will never be China. <laughs> There's only one China. Let's face it. Um, Rhea does have the skills. She does have a lot of potential as well, and she's she's displaying it. I'm not gonna like take credit away from her. She's good at what she mm -hmm. does. She's very powerful, very strong. She's a brick house. And it's going to be tough to get that title from her, um, which is the reason why I feel someone like Bianca could go up against her. But they're on different brands, of course. Mm -hmm. But um, down the line, it may look like that. And, of course, when the queen herself comes back. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of uh, different avenues that they could take with it. But, you know, shout out to Rhea Ripley as well. Um, record time. Defending the championship belt today. Yeah, seriously. Um, so, <laughs> you know, and Natalia just, you know, we know you're a phenomenal athlete as well. I know we'll just put this one past you. You'll still keep coming. Absolutely. Boy, let's get into this Brock Lesnar and Cody Rhodes oh rivalry gosh. going on. I am personally so over this rivalry. Oh, my goodness. Okay, What's I am tired of seeing it. I'm tired of hearing it. Brock Lesnar is a beast. 
And I get that WWE wants to give Cody this image. However, he seems to struggle to get that image out. And so I don't know that this is his time. Um, You know, I just feel like he has a lot of heart and that's what they're showing in all his matches. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just something's missing. Something's missing from Cody and I can't pinpoint it. Yeah, you know, I'm in agreement with you, you know, because I think back of his, um, you know, his father, Dusty Rhodes, and how much of a charismatic uh, wrestler he was, you know, one of my favorites. And his brothers as well, you know, they created their own image. But, you know, Cody Rhodes seems like a mixture of a lot of things. And he, it seems like he still hasn't found that comfortability yet, right? And I do agree. They're showing this constant, like, um, show of his heart. Right. You know, no quit attitude. The gentleman but also the nightmare. But I think there's like something that he's like, there's a holdback, you know, and not really like to see him flourish, but I don't know what's going on. But yeah. And you know, I had a conversation today with ringside news. Um, and they mentioned that, you know, everything is about timing and Cody before his injury, when he had that battle with Seth Rollins was amazing. Like he, that was his time. That was his time to continue to flourish and grow with the company. Unfortunately, he had that injury. It set him back. And now upon his return, he doesn't have that same momentum. He doesn't have that same fire that he had prior to. So Mm -hmm. I don't think that this is his time right now. And it sucks. And even, you know, we've seen that Brandy Rhodes, his wife, has even mentioned that he should have stayed in AEW. And, you know, I think mentally right now, him and his wife is just going through the transition of, seeing that they're not getting the reception that they expected. They're not getting the outcome that they expected. And I think mentally it's got to be a little draining for Cody. Yeah, I think so too. You know, I, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting to see how they carry out um, him forward, him going forward, because this Brock Lesnar rivalry is just not it right now for me, in my opinion. I don't know. That's just my opinion, but well, according to my sources over at Ringside News, this will continue. They will continue with one more. Brock Lesnar and Cody may actually go again. Maybe this time Cody could pull a win. I mean, if what my my opinion is, go no disqualification. Go no holds barred. Then you're gonna do it because that's what it seems like. I agree. You know, give them an all out fight and just let them go go at it. And because that's what it seems like into it. Like, don't you know? keep it going. Like, that's it. I think we're getting tired of the Brock and Cody thing. Just have a totally uh, hardcore, have a total hardcore match. Because this just seems to be like, who's the toughest, who has the most heart kind of thing going on there, right? And you got two different dynamics. You got a ruthless beast mode, Brock Lesnar. But you have a Cody Rhodes that's going to beat you and he's not going to quit, but still give you that ass with the that you need, you know? Exactly. Um, so uh, that'd be interesting to see. How they go on from there. And I don't know. Cody Rhodes. I wish you the best. <laughs> I was just about to say the same. <laughs> I was going to say, wish you the best. Wish you the best. Wish you the best. <laughs> to the main event. Oh, my oh gosh. Oh, my gosh. The yeah. bloodline. The bloodline. The bloodline. So much things is going on Roman with Reigns. the bloodline. First of all, let's acknowledge the fact that today makes the thousandth day that Roman Reigns has been champ. He is. He, you know, he has accomplished a, a, a big milestone. Shout out to Roman Reigns. Thousand days, I believe he's the fifth wrestler to, you know, retain the title for over a thousand days. Top um, of the list, Bruno San Martino. 
Rudo San Martino did it twice, you know, uh, over 2000. Bob Backlund. And one, Bob Backlund. Got Hulk all Hogan. Greats. All the greats there, right? So his name is there. His name is up there. So he's that. up there. But, you know, everything should have a balance. And, and, and while Roman Reigns wants to, you know, leave this legacy behind of being the great of the greatest, the greatest of the greatest, I'm, I, I just think that he's causing contention with the bloodline. Uh, What's your thoughts on this? No. We saw that. You go first. You tell me what you think here. So the bloodline. So, I mean, where do we go? We go back to um, when, you know, this whole thing with Sami Zayn. He was in the bloodline. Jay didn't like him. Turned out, you know, they, they, they're very fond of each other now. Um, but I thought that the bloodline would fall, fall apart and that it would be Jay Uso who would be the one to do that. So it caught me off guard to see that it was Jimmy instead. Um, and that, that threw me for a loop. Um, I do think that the, the way they're going with Roman now with how he's this confident, you know, very narcissistic, Uh selfish, uh, controlling type of person. Um, obviously the bloodline is not going to stand for that. You know, the Usos and I have to agree with KO, you know, the Usos are the heart of the bloodline. Totally. Totally. They are. Quick turn of events. I mean, I didn't expect what happened to uh, Roman Reigns at Not a Champions to happen the way it did. I mean, I saw it coming, but I didn't think it was right. going to come from Jimmy. Right. All along, I actually was rooting and thinking Jay would have been the person that Correct. was going to do it because of the, you know, his his confusion between Sammy and the bloodline and, and how that whole thing. Roman. And the history with Roman. So, you know, and I was just surprised that the turn of events put Jimmy up front and Jimmy made a stance. So going into Night of Champions, I didn't know what was going to happen? I knew the bloodline would have probably came out, tried to aid um, Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa. But what about Solo? What's his stance? What do you think he's going to do now? You since know, you know, I think Solo's going to stand with the Tribal Chief. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that he's going to go off with the Usos, but there are rumors. Uh huh. And um, as we have predicted, you know, um. It's gonna be probably Roman and Solo versus the Usos. Yes, and that may be taking place at Money in the Bank. That's a good rumor. We 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 would like to see something like that. I mean, at this point, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. I think that's gonna be good. I'm actually looking forward to see how this plays out next week. Mm-hmm. Um, we all know Roman's gonna be, you know, kicking and flailing his arms because he's pissed off about this, but. Let's see where does this go. I think he's pretty pissed off, and I think he's going to have a lot to say. Um, yeah, we know he will. It's going to be very interesting, and, and I don't know how, how uh, Jey Uso is going to respond to this, too, because the look on his face was a little bit crazy. Um, so uh, it's going to be interesting. Agreed. Coming up, SmackDown and Raw, I'm pretty sure they're going to have things to say. And um, by the way, just want to say quickly, Paul Heyman, probably best hype man in WWE <laughs> history. One of my he favorites. He's the bloodline mascot. <laughs> you know, he might be in competition with the Paul Bearer and Undertaker because, you know, those were two also uh, oh my good God. creative points. He's great. His facial expressions, everything. He literally worships the ground that Roman walks on. Like, it's hilarious. Yes. So we thank you guys for tuning in at Beyond the Turnbuckle. This is our very first episode. So you guys are witnessing history. You guys are sharing it with us. We want to thank you. Um, and you can... 
Send your emails to us at beyondtheturnbuckle at gmail.com for any suggestions, anything you'd like to hear about, and just let us know what you think. That's right. And make sure to follow us on Instagram as well at beyondtheturnbuckle. That's separated with underscores. And follow us on Twitter as well. So, guys, we want to thank you for joining in and listening on our first, very first episode of Beyond the Turnbuckle. Um, if you have any insights, any opinions, any thoughts, anything that you guys want to hear or, please, share. or share, please email us at beyondtheturnbucklepodcast at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram, Beyond the Turnbuckle, all words separated with an underscore. Thank you, guys. And we'll speak to you soon.